Welcome survivors, burnout community, and those just interested. It's Kelly Buboltz, owner, trainer, and burnout prevention mentor at KB Training Connections. Burnout is not taboo. It's our reality in this fast-paced society. But we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories. We're going to do something about it. So let's dig in. There is a vast difference in the places I go, the clients that I host and facilitate workshops for, between leadership trainings and burnout trainings, the dynamics of the group. You can tell the groups that are disconnected and dysfunctional, the ones that haven't been in a room together for a very long time, the ones that are home way, away from home, a big tribe together, those that you know are going to dig into this material once you leave. But regardless of the content I teach, either burnout or leadership tools and techniques, you can see the psychological safety within the group. Just within that 45-minute session, that two-hour session, it comes out in the behaviors between people. It comes out in the behaviors and how they shift within those two hours from beginning to end. And what I want this episode to be about is creating an understanding about psychological safety. Create an understanding of what goes in to creating this team building environment in which people want to use their voice, express their ideas, give constructive feedback. Because when those things aren't available, that's when drama creeps in. That's when people start playing the victim, the villain, the hero. That's when people start creating gossip. That's when people go silent and leave the organization. So the higher the psychological safety, the higher retention, the higher engagement, the increased ideas and innovation within your groups. So there's three variables that go into psychological safety and creating an understanding around this, as well as some tools and techniques we're going to go through at the end of this episode is going to be important. So the first factor of psychological safety is vulnerability. Your group needs to feel safe to open up about things. They need to understand that no one person is better than the next. Have you ever had that leader, that boss, or that high performer that just makes everyone else feel incompetent? Yet, they started somewhere. They have made mistakes. They have been at the bottom before. So sharing some of those experiences and being a little bit more vulnerable in the things you have went through to bring that relativity back to the group will create a better consensus consensus and team environment allowing their psychological pieces of her brain to open up and feel safe to open up about the things on their mind to give that common feedback so the first variable is vulnerability the second the second variable is honesty those go hand in hand right vulnerability and honesty but honesty is not just speaking about where you have been it's also speaking openly even about negative things you can support your team you can give all the attaboys girls, but also give constructive feedback of where the gaps may be where the opportunities might lie that we need to address you don't just have to push everything to bubbles and rainbows you can still get some good work done address the challenges and be honest about the reality of the situation. Be honest about the pitfalls that you might encounter on this journey. Certainly we wanna focus on celebrating the wins and progress, 
You know that from the previous episodes. But we also need to be realistic. We need to be able to feel comfortable to talk about the negative things. So honesty is going to be important. The third variable, which is actually a whole hour session during some of my workshops, is trust. Trust means that whatever comes out of that team member's mouth, that leader's mouth, that boss's mouth, is with positive intent. That they care enough about you. And that they have actively listened enough to truly understand your thoughts and opinions. That they're competent enough in the field that you're talking about to guide you and you guide them. That they are accepting and open to ideas and improving themselves. I don't know about you, but I've been around some leaders that think that they know it all. That have all the answers and advice. And they're not very open-minded. This is an ever-changing world. And there are so many personalities that we're around. If you aren't open to understanding at least in that learning mindset, there's not going to be a lot of trust built. You're just going to stay with, how's the weather? I'll get that done. When do you need that report by? That's going to be the cliche version of your trust. You're never going to build up rapport. You're never going to really trust in them to be there when things get tough, when things get challenging. And then you know, and I know, when there isn't much trust, all the negative stuff starts creeping in. That's when the gossip, the assumptions, the envy, the anger, that's when that starts creeping in because you think they're out to get you. You know that if you've been in burnout, you know that if you've been in chronic stress. Why is the world out to get me? Why is this person out to get me again? It's very rare for you to think that about someone you trust. So the third variable is trust. So understanding psychological safety, we need vulnerability, we need honesty, we need trust. And this creates an environment where no one is punished or humiliated for speaking up with ideas and questions, concerns, or even their mistakes. I'm in manufacturing. My experience is manufacturing. When people don't have this psychological safety, they start hiding things. They start hiding when quality mistakes happen. They start hiding when they make fat finger mistakes. They start hiding information. And working in HR, it doesn't have a good outcome. It ends in termination. It ends in me having to message and take away someone's family income. All because there wasn't psychological safety for them to say, oops, I made a mistake. Oops, we need to correct this because I missed this step. We are humans and we learn from our mistakes. And guess what? Even speaking up on those mistakes, we can make the process better. Maybe we can get it automated to get rid of the human error. To remove all the extra steps, it makes everyone, everyone's life easier. So when I think of psychological safety, I think of all the innovation that can happen in a room. I think about all the improvements and processes and practices that can be done. And the mistakes that can be reduced because of that casual conversation, that proactive conversation that's happening with vulnerability, honesty, and the trust within the group. And here's where we're going to get to the tips and the techniques. And this takes a little bit longer, but let's just like braze the surface. I encourage healthy conflict. I encourage people holding each other accountable. I encourage groups to set ground rules 
and have a facilitator that has the unbiased opinion to keep things moving and allow each member to speak up and those that are speaking up too much to reduce or monitor their time because we all know that there are some people in our groups that want to keep talking and we need to make sure everyone has a voice encouraging this type of healthy conflict has to be some kind of frame language or ask for clarification instead of leaving it blank which allows room for assumptions encouraging healthy conflict is discouraging arguments early that if things are spiraling out of control through email it's time to have a face-to-face meeting it's time to have a virtual meeting with cameras on if you know anything about the internet it's easy to comment it's easy to email nasty things assumptions muddy the water but the moment that you are face to face with someone the human connection begins the defense decreases and you can come to an understanding a little bit easier and clear up all those gaps clear up the mud and get clarification so encouraging healthy conflict and holding each other accountable is going to support vulnerability honesty and trust building this building this psychological safety now the other thing is trust we talk about this in my workshops but it can take you a lifetime to build trust and it can take you one incident to break it and most likely it will hardly ever be rebuilt with that person again so you have to be sincere you have to align your motivations with actions if you say you're going to do something follow through and if you can't follow through at least follow up with a new deadline with new information with an update be reliable be available be competent if you don't know the answer find someone that does suggest someone that does always exploring that competency navigating team personalities if you don't know it's time to explore i'm shocked when i do team building activities how many teams don't know much about each other how they work how their brain operates what's their pet peeves what's their red flags and the, the interesting thing when you do this in, in groups of 15 to 30 people is how many similarities come up half the group has a red flag about too many emails too many teams chat messages all right as a group what route do we want to go how do we want to move forward steps one two three all right we have a consensus let's move forward it took five minutes to have that conversation but day after day people are sitting in this stress because they don't have a good understanding of the different team personalities around them another component in building trust is just care go the extra mile for your teammates and that sounds exhausting i know this is a burnout podcast but the extra mile can be small it could be that follow-up email it could be that resource based off the information you were looking for in the meeting you become a little less self and a little more team just for a moment in time and that can stretch a miles so the best way to aid in psychological safety at work is create an understanding around it not not just self-awareness but as a team where are we at where do we need to improve a good exercise i do in my workshops that you can do with your team is ask that question get them in a room get them in a chat with anonymous post-it notes 
or anonymous chat feature. Zoom has great features like whiteboard. And you're going to ask them that question. If we wanted to increase the psychological safety in our conversations where we're a little more vulnerable with each other, or we're a little more honest with each other, we have higher trust and rapport with each other. Where is our gaps as a team? And let people put that on a post-it note. Put that on the whiteboard anonymously without their names and see what comes up. Again, during my workshops, it's repeaters. There's usually a top three or four actions that come up. Not 20. You'll see the trends. You'll see the opportunity in closing the gaps to increase the psychological safety in your team. If you're interested in learning more, book a free discovery call to talk through some team building options, leadership or burnout workshops, or just individual self-awareness techniques that we can start coaching you through. I know you're not lazy. Most people in burnout are high performers, those serving others before themselves. Don't discount the step today, the step in which you focus on your self-growth. Piecing together the puzzle is half the journey. Rediscovering energy through new actions and habits is the other. Do not underestimate the strength in your actions and the beast to do hard things that lies within you. Check out more burnout resources on my website to move from zombie mode back to liveliness. See you soon.